0: Hey, it's Jay again, and welcome back to the Customer to Raving Fan podcast and Facebook Live. This is where we as business owners, we look for ways that we can take our existing customers, our past customers, our current customers, and turn them into raving hot fans that know us, like us, trust us, tell all their friends about us, and... More importantly, become repeat customers, the sticky kind of customers that that stay with you through thick and thin. So when I was a kid, I used to be quite mischievous and we had a rule in our house. Maybe you have it in your house as well. No throwing pillows in the house or no throwing a ball in the house. Well, our, our rule was both of those and I was throwing a pillow throwing not like a bed pillow but just a small little stuffed pillow. And I was throwing it back and forth in the house with my sister. And I threw it a little high and it caught one of the glass globes, I guess, on one of the light fixtures and down it came, shattered it. I thought to myself real quick, get the scotch tape. Mom will never know. Well, mom heard the crash. And she came a running in there and I used this excuse. The boys taught me. I had two older brothers and I used to blame everything on my brothers. I always used to say, the boys taught me, thinking that that would get me out of any trouble and it would they would get in the trouble. Oh, Mike and Bruce, you get in here, you know? Well, this time it didn't work. I got my uh, I got I got a good tan on the backside, and deservedly so I'm sure. But you know I, I'm thinking I'm thinking about the excuses that a kid would use, thinking that'll work, right? And as we get older, we keep using those excuses that really don't hold water, right? Not that somebody's gonna tan your backside, but maybe they should, right? So in business, I talk to a lot of different business owners and as I consult with them, one of the questions I always ask is, so how is your customer follow-up program? How's it going for you? And it's usually a loaded question because about 90% of businesses don't have one. Or if they do, it's terrible. And so I say, yeah, how's that going for you? And almost to a person, they always say, oh, we kind of suck at that. And then I start hearing the excuses about why they don't do it. And I've written a couple of them down here. It's too expensive, right? It's too expensive compared to what, right? Actually, a good customer follow-up program doesn't have to cost you a dime. You already have your contacts, the information of your customers, right? And the ability to send them an email. That's free, right? I mean, you got to pay your internet service. So that can't cost you anything. So it's too expensive. I, I'm not sure where that's coming from. I think somebody sold somebody a bill of goods. Another one is, well, I don't know what to say in the email. And again, I think, I think a lot of businesses are overthinking this because they think they have to have some amazing script or content that will sell their latest product. And I always say, well, do you have any friends? They go, oh yeah, we got friends. You got family? Yeah. Do you ever send them an email? Do you send them a text message? What what do you send to them? Well, you know, it's I, you know some joke or whatever I saw. Well, send that to your customer. You can send that to your customer and then at the bottom of the email say, oh, by the way, we got this little thing here I thought you might be interested in, or hey, I learned this, this might help you. You don't have to sell them anything, just share something with them, right? So. Not knowing what to say, not a really good excuse either. Another one we get, I don't like those spammy emails I get from other businesses, so usually they, I don't want to send out any either. Well, nobody wants those spammy emails that you get from other businesses, right? No, We, we hate those. They don't do anything. So don't do that. Use that as a lesson of what not to do. You go, okay, I hated that email, so my email won't be anything like that. I think I shared with you one I got from a dentist, right? You know, that just, our records indicate that you haven't been in in a while. What? (laughs) I'm on their records? So don't be that way. Share something helpful. Share something entertaining. Share something about yourself and then share the ability to learn more or try this or another tip, right? So emails that just say, buy, 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 or hey, we've got 10% off on such and such. Nah, that's, that's, not, a, uh, that's not an effective way to follow up with a customer. So that's why I'm so excited about our customer reviver blueprint because we actually have a training. It's a video training that we walk you through step by step, how to take a customer that is ice cold, right? You haven't talked to forever, how to revive them, so to speak, give them some CPR, bring them back to life. And then, and then how to warm that customer up. And then what you need to do to stay invested, stay engaged, with those customers so eventually you can offer them something but just like a bank right before you can make a withdrawal from the bank you have to invest you have to put something in before you can start asking your customer list to buy 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 you have to invest in them you have to provide them content you have to provide them something other than buy 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 right? And that's what our customer reviver blueprint teaches you. You can learn more about it at customerreviver.com. That's customerreviver.com. If you got anything out of this today, or if you have an excuse that I didn't mention, drop it in the comment section and tag me in it if you would. Again, my name is Jay Young. Thanks so much for watching today.